When I wake up in the morning Can I get five more minutes Wiz Khalifa, yeah Over medicated, yeah Wiz Khalifa, yeah Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning For us, it's a very good morning MLB Daily Fantasy Picks hit on both fucking sites last night. Um, despite Nathan Evaldi on DraftKings taking a giant shit on our faces. Fuck Evaldi. Send him down to the fucking minors. If you can't dominate the Padres in Petco, or at least bring out a fucking quality outing at Petco versus the Padres and you're a right-handed power pitcher, you don't deserve to be in the majors. Um... This is going to be a little bit of a weird breakdown. I'm just going to do the early slate for now. Uh, I'll probably do a breakdown for the late slate later. Um, I'm going to market my site just a little bit here. Um, give you guys a little taste of what's to come, possibly. But for those that don't know, MLB Daily Fantasy Picks, uh, we run all our communication through an app called the Slack app. Uh, we're basically all of these subscribers... Um, that subscribe to the website can go in there and ask me questions and interact with me all day. Uh, for those that are in there, um, you do know that I'm on there all the time, uh, constantly answering questions, constantly giving feedback, giving you guys the reasoning behind my picks, helping you learn uh, how to build your own lineups, uh, and so on and so on. It's not just a one-dimensional service where you're just getting lineups. I add a lot more value uh, than that. Also, the new site is going to be called DailyFantasyLines.com. Uh, something we're looking at, and, and I don't want to confirm this quite yet, but one thing that we're likely going to do is have one of these podcasts uh, along with a daily article every single day. Um, just to kind of give you guys something to build your own lineups off of. It's going to be an added service. So if you're subscribed to the lineups, you're going to get this regardless. You're going to be able to see the podcast. You're going to be able to see the article. And we're also working on sending out emails that will constantly uh, update. Uh, everything you're doing. So uh, as soon as a lineup's posted, for instance, in baseball, I'm going to send you an updated email with my favorite players from that lineup as they come out. Uh, the same's going to uh, stay true for football. Same's going to be uh, true for basketball and, and so on. So it's just a little added service for you guys uh, to really get the most benefit for your dollar. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, since you're spending premium money, you're going to get a premium service uh, and from somebody that's one of the best in the business and in basketball, uh, if not the best, and then NFL, uh, MLB has been a little up and down. It's been that way for just about everybody, uh, but still having a great season overall. Uh, the records show uh, that it's actually been really profitable if you're using proper bankroll management. Uh, let's dive into the slate real quick. It's seven games, I believe, on the early slate. Uh, I don't recommend playing... Uh, FanDuel much this morning unless we have all the lineups. I think DraftKings is a site that you should focus most of your attention on. So that's what I'm going to do. This early breakdown is going to be mostly DraftKings. Uh, and there's a glitch on DraftKings where all the Blue Jays players are priced as if they're going to face Trevor Bauer, when in reality they're not. Uh, one thing to consider, and I'll talk about this game because that's where almost all the DraftKings plays are going to come from more than likely. We still don't have a Cleveland starting pitcher. Um, 
I believe they used Bauer yesterday, which is why he's not pitching today. They had that 19-inning game. They elected to bring Bauer in. Uh, the Blue Jays, wisely, in my opinion, elected to just pitch position players and essentially concede the loss and get the game over with. Uh, but they're in much better shape today, uh, for sure. And all these guys, I wish I could just roster the whole fucking Blue Jays lineup almost because they're that cheap. Um, let's start with pitcher. That's, that's where I like to start. Jose Fernandez is the man. Uh, his strikeout rate, uh, I believe, is approaching 38% last time I checked. Um, he doesn't give up a whole lot of runs. He's been going deeper into ball games. Uh, I've heard the announcers talk a little bit about his philosophy changing and him pitching to contact just a little bit more, uh, targeting the strike zone a lot more, just trying to really make people uh, you know, swing within the strike zone and not always trying to get a strikeout on every single pitch. Now, with the Braves, this... They make a lot of contact. Uh, they don't strike out a whole lot. Uh, they only have a 19% K rate. So that's something to, 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 to worry about. But with Jose Fernandez, he gets strikeouts against anyone. It doesn't matter. It could be the Angels. It could be the Giants. It, it really just doesn't matter who he faces. This guy is fucking dominant. He's the man. And anytime he's on a slate, period, against an uh, inferior opponent, you really want to throw him. Uh, so he's unfadeable for me on FanDuel and DraftKings. Uh, I think there's a lot of value on both sites, and, and I don't see any reason not to play this guy. Chris Sale, obviously, is the next next option, the next guy to talk about. Uh, he's going against Houston. The strikeout upside's huge, but Houston is a lot better against lefties. Now, Sale's one of those guys that has reverse splits, uh, I believe. I haven't done a whole lot of research this morning. I'm just going based off of prior knowledge uh, due to the fact that a lot of these lineups aren't out, and it's fucking 9 o'clock. But he's a big tournament play. I mean, the upside's there. They strike out a lot. Uh, but it's kind of boom or bust. I mean, the Astros could come out, and they could hit him a lot. And Chris Sale's not striking out at the same rate that he has in the past. So that's a guy I really I really like, but I'm not sure that I'm going to go that direction with the double ace. And Fernandez is obviously the clear option uh, at starting pitcher one. Um, Justin Verlander is another guy. Uh, that's kind of boomer bust. I mean, the Rays are not good against strikeout pitchers. Verlander's been kind of up and down with his striking out. Uh, some days he comes out and strikes out a lot of people. Other days he pitches to contact and gives up four or five runs. He's just a little too inconsistent for my liking, and his price is up there. Uh, so he's probably not someone that I'm going to roster in cash, but somebody you can consider uh, in tournaments. Adam Wainwright is probably the next guy, uh, especially on FanDuel. Uh, he's a minus 170 on the opening line. Uh, for Vegas, which means the win bonus is, is all but inevitable. Now, it's baseball. Anything can happen. But, uh, again, for fading Fernandez in cash, not an option for me. Uh, Danny Duffy is one of my favorite options. He's facing the Phillies. And that's really all you need to know. Duffy's been going deeper into games lately, which is something I really like to see. Uh, he's... It looks like it's interleague play, right? Because they're in Philly. So interleague play means he's going to face a pitcher, which is something he doesn't normally do. And this guy has been an absolute monster. Um, I've been watching him because I've rostered him quite a bit. And he's striking out people almost 30% of the time, which is insane. And his, uh, his walk rate's very low. So he's a guy that I like on DraftKings as a starting pitcher too. There's not a lot of uh, cheap options that you can really look at. And I think Duffy, I believe he's 8,900, is definitely worth the price tag. And somebody with just as much upside as a Verlander or a Chris Sale today, in my opinion. Uh, looking at catcher, Russell Martin on DraftKings. 
is the best catcher. Uh, it's not even close. He's 2,500 on DraftKings. And the only concern that I've noticed when building rosters is you can only have um, you can only have five Blue Jays, I think. You can only have five people from one team on DraftKings. I think it's four people from one team on FanDuel. And, and you're going to run into an issue where you have to pick which DraftKings players, uh, which Toronto players on DraftKings, sorry, that you want to target because you can only have five of them. Again, I said you know I would likely stack at least six of them if I could. So we're going to have to kind of pick and choose here. Um, Jan Gomes, I guess, against Estrada is an okay option, but Estrada's been really balling lately, and he's not a guy that I want to target. Real Muto's been hitting in the bottom of the lineup. Uh, Luke Roy versus Wainwright, not exactly uh, somebody that I want to target right now. Wainwright's been a lot better lately. Uh, Salvador Perez versus Nola. Nola has really been struggling, so I think Salvador uh, is a decent pivot, but at 2,500, you really want to save on Russell Martin. and again, this hinges on Cleveland throwing out some scrub or throwing out a minor leaguer. Uh, if they decide to pitch Kluber on, on three days rest, which I highly doubt, I think that's very improbable. But if they do, everything changes, which is why I really didn't want to do uh, an in-depth breakdown this morning or do a whole bunch of research until I have all the facts. Uh, but if Kluber pitches, it's going to change everything about this slate, uh, especially on DraftKings where all the Toronto guys are priced way too low. I mean, it's sickening how fucking cheap they are. Uh, let's move on to first base. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion, number one option if they're facing some kind of scrub from Cleveland. Uh, he's only 3,800. I really like him. If he is out, Miguel Cabrera becomes the top option. And I really like Miggy uh, against Snell, who is a young pitcher. And Miggy has... Uh, he's let me down in some premier matchups, but overall, he's pretty good. Uh, he's one of the best hitters in baseball still, and I think that's going to continue. If you're looking for value, uh, Mike Napoli it is, has a home run opportunity at 2,900 uh, if, if uh, Kluber some, somehow comes out and faces um, Toronto. So let's look at second base. Uh, Brian Dozier has been on absolute fire, but he's 5,300 on DraftKings. Like, what the fuck? I don't think I'm going to spend up to 5300 for Dozier. Uh, Chichi Gonzalez is not a good pitcher. He, he pitches to contact. He's not a strikeout guy. And that really bodes well for some of these Minnesota Twins because a, a few of them are very strikeout prone. Um, so I really do like uh, – I, I love Dozier. I like his upside. Um, but for 4K, you could get Derek Dietrich, uh, who I like quite a bit more. Devin Travis is 3100 He's the premier play. It's not even close. Um and, you know, Merrifield, if he's in the top of the lineup, which I think he would be, um, but I think they've been mixing it up quite a bit lately. Uh, against Nola is another option, but Travis is really where you want to look. He's the best source of value, best source of power, and should have the best matchup unless Kluber comes out uh, and pitches. At shortstop, uh, this is the toughest position for me. I haven't quite figured out which direction I want to go in. Troy Tulowitzki's 2,900, but looking at all the other options, uh, for example, Michael Saunders at 2,800, Donaldson at only 3,900, Travis at 31, Edwin at 38, and Martin at 25. Since I can only have five of those guys, I'm thinking Tulo is the one guy that I fade uh, in the top of this lineup, top six of this lineup, which really doesn't leave you any value. Um, You know, if Galvis got a good spot, I guess you could take him against Duffy. But if you're pitching Duffy, that's kind of counterproductive and not something that I would recommend. Uh, Darwin Barney, also on Toronto, so that doesn't really solve any problems. Um, I mean, there's just there's nothing. 
So you're pretty much going to be forced to pay up to guys like Lindor or Correa. And Lindor's really underpriced today. Uh, Estrada's been very good, but Lindor is just too cheap at 3700 I really like that uh, matchup for him. You've got Tim Anderson probably batting first versus Doug Fister. That's a pretty good matchup for him. Um, but he does strike out a lot, and, and Fister does have limited K upside. So he could strike out Anderson three or four times today, and we'd be screwed. Nunez at 5,100 versus Chichi is obviously the top play. But who wants to pay 5,100 for a shortstop when you have to get Jose Fernandez in? Probably not me. Uh, Correa versus Sale. That's just not a matchup I want to exploit. Uh, I really don't like Correa to begin with. And then you put in that he's facing off against Sale. I think Lindor is probably the guy that I'm going to lean towards at 3,700. Um, but again, fitting, fitting your roster together is a little strange today um, with all the Blue Jays and the fact that you can only have five of them and the limited value elsewhere uh, while pitching someone like Fernandez and a you know mid to upper tier value like Duffy or Wainwright. Uh, it, it really becomes challenging. Uh, third base, Josh Donaldson. Uh, he's the top option. He's 3,900. You, you absolutely cannot fade this guy if they throw a minor leaguer out or if they, you know, throw a reliever out. You, you can't fade Donaldson. He's in too good of a spot. And I don't see any reason for fading him. I'm ignoring some of these top-tier guys like Matt Carpenter. Uh, Carpenter's in a great spot versus Nelson. There's no question about it. Um, he just missed a home run last night. Uh, a lot of people had him at 5,400. I just don't think I can afford him. And, and I really don't think I want to. Um, but for tournaments... Look at Carpenter. Uh, Prado is another great tournament play uh, facing off against Harrell, who, who's absolute trash. Um, and then you run into you know the guys that are, that are just kind of solid, like the Beltres and the Frasers of the world, uh, Longoria, Marwin Gonzalez, uh, if he hits second. Um, I guess you could look at that against Chris Hill at 3,200. Uh, that, that's, that's pretty much it. If you're looking for severe salary cap relief, Adonis Garcia, I guess – uh, has a chance to get a hit off of Fernandez, but it's very unlikely. Um, and, and that's pretty much it for third base. There's not much to see there. Uh, Castellanos against Snell, that could be a sneaky pick, and, and I really like that for tournaments. Uh, I think Nick could have a good game for sure. On to the outfield, Miguel Sano is my top play. On FanDuel, the guy's an absolute must play. Uh, his price is too low. He's my favorite outfield option of the day, facing off against Chi-Chi. Uh, Sano's biggest issue is striking out. Uh, and Chi-Chi doesn't strike anyone out. I went over this during Chi-Chi's last start. Anybody that struggles with striking out but it has power, uh, you should probably roster them against Chi-Chi. It's just the right play. The over-under is set at 9.5. There's going to be a lot of runs uh, in this game between Texas and Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's showing an implied run total of almost 5. Uh, Texas is at 4.6. So I, I really... Really, 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 really like Minnesota, but most of them are overpriced. So no, at 4,600 on DraftKings is probably doable, and it's probably a direction I want to look. Uh, Springer's priced down against Chris Sale. He's down to 3,800. That's an option that I love for tournaments. I'm not sure I'm going to go that direction in cash because I think I'd rather pay down uh, to a guy like Michael Saunders and then pay up for Sano. Uh, Saunders, another guy I want to get into. This guy's been an absolute beast. Uh, his walk rate is up. His K rate is down this year. He's making great contact. Uh, his hard hit rate is insane. Uh, his, his fly balls that are getting out of the park is insane. Uh, the guy's an absolute monster, and he's just as good against lefties as righties, so platoon is, is pretty much irrelevant. At 2,800, as long as he's not facing Kluber, I think he's firmly in play. And even if he plays Kluber, um, 
I could see a scenario where I use him at 2800 um, I haven't done this Harrell announcement just came out uh, that I see that he's going to be starting uh, for for Atlanta. So I'll have to look into Miami. Uh, their run total and the over-under isn't posted yet, but I, I would assume that it's going to be very high. Uh, I've never heard of Harrell. I don't know if he's a reliever. I don't follow Braves baseball, obviously. Um, but let me try to pull it up while I've got you guys on here. Uh, since it just happened, I just saw it come across. Um, Lucas Harrell, okay. Um, he's only 4K. Uh, I haven't projected to not do shit. Uh, I guess he came up from the minors because he hasn't pitched in the majors since 2014. Uh, let me see if I can find anything on him to kind of you know, give us a baseline as to whether he strikes people out. Um, Lucas Harrell, stats and history. Let's see what we got here. So, 2014, 2014. I can't, even, I can't even find his fucking stats. It's safe to bet that he's shitty. Let's put it that way. Uh, he's a righty, and there are a few uh, lefties on Miami that could do some damage. Dietrich being the top one. Uh, it's hard to imagine Dietrich not having a good game against a guy like this. Uh, I think he's firmly in play. Um, also, you have to look at Yelich. Uh, I think Yelich is probably uh, going to be one of the top outfield options when this is all said and done. Uh, I still think I would rather have Sano uh, just due to the home run power, and Yelich is hitting a lot of ground balls. Uh, but a guy like Stanton uh, firmly into play, especially in tournaments. Uh, I think you could stack Stanton, Yelich, and Ozuna uh, with a decent chance of them all going off. I think Miami stacks the way to go uh, in tournaments. It's something I'm going to look at in cash. Uh, but with how cheap Toronto is, if they face a scrub, they're the obvious uh, stack. And after that, with Fernandez, I don't know if I'll be able to afford many Miami outfielders um, or you know their second baseman uh, because Travis is 3,100. And at 900 less with more power upside, I think I would have to take him over Dietrich. But that's... Uh, I really don't see much else to talk about. I'll get into the night slate a little later. If you guys aren't subscribed, the website is mlbdailyfantasypicks.com. Uh, that's what I'll be operating off of for right now. Come NFL season, all sports will be on one site. Um, let's see if we can make it two in a row tonight on FanDuel and DraftKings. See if we can't double up today, hit the early and the late uh, on DraftKings, and just kind of go from there. Um, thanks for tuning in. This will only be free for a limited amount of time. So if you're not a subscriber, become a subscriber. It's worth the price tag, uh, if not for the lineups, just for the daily insight and, and for the podcast moving forward. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Let's have a fucking kick-ass Saturday and get the fuck out of bed. Over-medicating, yeah. Wiz Khalifa, yeah. Like you know you made it. I ain't tripping over school cause I made it.